Welcome to Awakening Genius. This is a podcast and community dedicated to your inspiration and your elevation so that you can live fully creatively expressed. I'm your guide, Dijon. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned in to get lifted. Peace, peace, family. How is everyone doing? I hope you all are doing great out there. It's been a minute. It's been a little while since I did a podcast. I've been focusing on some other things like my mom's podcast, which is called Enlightened, and you can listen to everywhere. But I decided to get back on and connect today because it's my birthday. Yo, what's good? (laughs) It's been a pretty epic day so far. I already... Went to a yoga class in my living room and then a Pilates class at a studio. I got a breakfast sandwich, avocado with some eggs at the local spot and drank some cold brew horchata coffee, which has really got me geeked up right now because I don't drink coffee normally. (laughs) So (laughs) you're welcome. But I wanted to get on today to talk about stepping into the new creator economy And the creative renaissance that is happening right now. Because in my eyes, there has never been a better time to be a human being. And there's never been a better time to be a creative. And obviously, going all the way back to the beginning of COVID, which was over a year ago now, there's been a lot of chaos and a lot of shift in reality. And a lot of panic, a lot of uncertainty systems are crumbling and that can be very scary and fortunately for me before all that stuff happened i had a consistent yoga and meditation practice and i like to call those things spiritual hygiene so my spiritual hygiene was on fleek and when you're devoted to that you can keep your center despite what's going on around you because you have some sense of inherent trust in the way the universe is unfolding. So since I've had that trust, I've been looking towards what are the good things that are happening? What are the opportunities that are available? Because when things are crumbling, that also means there's an opportunity for something new to be birthed. And for me, one of the major tenets of what's new and is really exploding right now is crypto, cryptocurrency and the blockchain. And I don't know how into it y'all are, but my point of this podcast is you need to get into it and you need to get into it as soon as possible and learn about it and participate it and be the creative being that you are and make your way in the space. Because a huge part of our overall development as human beings, as we're trying to ground our soul's presence onto this plane, is being financially secure and stable. And the reason why I'm speaking to that part is because that's what a lot of us struggle with as creatives. It may be easy for us to write a song or write a poem or make a drawing or something like that. But then when it comes to marketing that thing or charging money for it or even being financially literate at all, 
there's more blocks there because we were never taught those things. And the way the world is set up, especially with media being shared on social media and online, it's easy to have the things that we create be devalued. But with the blockchain and cryptocurrency, there's this huge transfer of wealth. And specifically with NFTs, there's now a way to assign digital signatures to maintain scarcity for things on the internet. And that's amazing because that means you can start to get paid your worth and you can start to make a living from your creativity and or your ability to curate a community and provide value to a community even if it's very small. You don't need to be insta-famous to make your living now. You know, you can have a few hundred people that you offer tremendous value to and make a living from that. And I'm going to give a little brief overview of what I've learned in the past few months studying finances to try to catalyze you to take interest in what's going on in the creative revolution that's going on with the blockchain and cryptocurrency, which to me is serves as a foundation to your creative expression because it's hard to create when you're broke, right? It's hard to create when you're giving all of your time to a job. You know, you come home and you're tired. So creating that sovereignty for yourself, spiritual sovereignty first with your spiritual hygiene, but then practical, tangible, third dimensional sovereignty by being financially secure is the next step that is crucially important. Because you can't live without interacting with money, right? That's just the reality of our current setup. So let's talk about why it's important to be financially literate and learn how to invest. Okay, so first of all, people will say, even if they're not familiar with investing, like, I don't have money to invest yet. Like, I'm not balling like that. And what I would say is, you can't afford not to invest. So you have to figure out how you can invest. And even if you're pulling back from even your monetary resources, you have an infinite supply of time and energy. And by focusing your attention in a certain place, whether it's at your job or on Instagram, you are investing your energy into those places. The reason why Facebook and Instagram are so powerful is because so many people are plugged into their ecosystem. But what we have seen is that those companies are extractive and exploitative. And they're not really interested in sharing the value that is created from what's going on there. They're holding most of the value and they dictate the terms based on what they see fit, which is usually not correlated with our best interest. And that's why it's so exciting the time we're living in right now because new systems, new Web 3.0 systems are being created on the blockchain where there is that equity and there is a co-creative win-win scenario being farmed out for this next generation. So going back to investing, you already have an infinite supply, right? So you get to determine what you invest your energy in, whether it's your own creativity, your own health and wellness, your own exercise, your own spiritual development, helping out your community, being a tutor, or if it's scrolling on Instagram, or watching porn, or anything that's not amplifying the essence of who you really are. 
So that's first. Recognize that you need to make a conscious choice about where you're investing your energy. So once you start to identify the things that are going to amplify your energy and, and bring you more money or more abundance in other forms, like maybe one of those things is your job currently, right? Like you have a job you like, but if you are working for someone else as an employee, there is a cap on how much money you can make because you're trading your time for money. And since there's a finite amount of time that exists and there's a finite amount of time you can work, that means there's a finite amount of money that you can make. So in order to take that cap off and make it infinite, you have to be able to make money that's not connected to your time, which means making money from having money, which is investing. So making money through money is the process of investing in assets. An asset is something that appreciates in value, whereas a liability is something that depreciates in value. So a car, for instance, is a liability. If you buy a new car and you drive it off the lot, it loses 15% of its value immediately. Whereas if you buy a house, it appreciates in value. If you buy a stock, it has the potential to appreciate in value because you're investing in a company. And being a stockholder or a shareholder in a company is a good step towards becoming abundant and becoming wealthy because in that scenario, you're not trading your time for money. You're trading your money for opportunity to make more money. So how the stock market works is a company, any company, may say, we need money to run our business and to expand. That could be Apple, that could be Disney, it could be AT&T, or it could be Tesla, or whatever. So you can buy shares of stock in their company, and then you become a partial owner of that company. Not a majority owner, obviously, because you would just own a fraction of that, but you become an owner. So as that company grows and more people decide to invest in it, which makes the demand go up, which makes the stock price go up, you're going to benefit in the appreciation of that company by virtue of having invested in it. So in that scenario, you have become a business owner instead of an employee. So that's the number one way to create wealth is to become a business owner instead of an employee because once you invest in the stock, you don't have to devote your time to it anymore. You just let the investment sit there and build upon itself. The thing that's exciting about right now is the stock market used to be the most accessible way to create wealth because it's something anyone can buy into as long as you have some capital to do so. But the average return on the stock market was for the S&P 500, which is the top 500 companies, was 7 to 10% is the average return. Meaning, if you put in $100 at the beginning of the year, on average, you're going to make 7 to 10% more of that each year. So that means at the end of the year, you will have 107 to $110. You know, which is nice. You had some money there and, and now there's more, right? And it's also necessary to invest because of inflation. 
Inflation is the fact that there's more money being printed. And because more money is being printed and there's more money in circulation, each individual piece of money becomes less valuable. So what that means is, let's say there's, there's 10 limited edition Michael Jordan rookie cards printed by this basketball card producer. And there's only 10 in the world. So, you know, Michael Jordan has a big following. People love him. So those 10 cards are very valuable, right? But if the company decides all of a sudden it wants to print 10 more or 100 more or 1,000 more, then that card isn't as scarce and it's not as hard to get it. So therefore, the relative value is going to decrease. And that is essentially what has happened with money. There used to be a certain amount of money in circulation in the United States. And that money was connected to gold. Fiat money, which is dollar bills and change, which we're all familiar with, used to correlate, correlate directly to gold. And when you were spending money, you were basically saying, like, this is a fraction of gold that I'm now paying you. And we use money instead of gold because gold is too difficult to transfer. It's too difficult to break off a sliver of and give to somebody. So the paper money was just a way to represent that. In the 70s, Nixon disconnected gold from fiat money. He just made the, the link broken. So after that point, when America started to get into debt or needed to pay things off, they just had the reserve print more money. And now that the fiat money was not connected to gold anymore, it basically became valueless in actuality. Practically, it was still useful because everyone in America still agreed to use it as a store of value and as a transfer of value. But that was only because we held that collective agreement. So that process of printing more money just because you can is called debasement. And that's when you lower the value of the currency by printing more of it. And that is what inflation is. So since the 70s, when Nixon disconnected the fiat currency from the gold standard, we've been experiencing inflation. And that's why a cup of coffee costed, cost maybe five cents in the 70s, but now it costs like $4, right? Because your money has less spending power. So the reason why you need to understand inflation is because it explains why you have to invest your money into an asset class that makes your money appreciate. Because if you don't, and inflation keeps happening, which it does as a rate of maybe 3% a year, that means if you have $100 in your savings account, and it's only appreciating at 1%, but inflation is depreciating your money at 3%, you can see that the value and the spending power of your money is going down. So that's why putting it in something like the stock market and investing in the S&P 500, where you're getting seven to 10%, now puts you above that negative return of 3%, right? So this is how you enable your money to make you money without working. So that's step one to starting to create wealth. The beautiful thing is 
even though the stock market is accessible and it's easy, it's still deep in the old financial system and there's a lot of restrictions and regulations and it's it's kind of an old world game and i think we saw this with the gamestop amc stock plunge from Robinhood. if you were paying attention to that earlier this year but there's still it still is not quite equitable it's not quite a fair system whereas crypto is this new system where it's kind of like the wild wild west and you know, I've been going hard on crypto for the past three months, and there have been several investments I've made that have brought me a hundred percent return in a week or in a couple of weeks. Meaning, I put in five hundred dollars, and two weeks later, it was a thousand dollars. More recently, there was a, a token called Chain Games that I had put about four grand in, and. For a while, it just kind of sat around where I bought it at 13 cents. But then over the course of maybe 10 days, it 4X'd, which, meaning, which means I made like 16 grand in about a month or less. Um, so the opportunities for tremendous wealth creation are just phenomenal, right? And the more I'm able to multiply my income with ways that I don't have to invest time and energy in, the more I can focus on creating my art or the more I can focus on spiritual development or the more I can focus on working with people and giving them the information that I have that may not have the means or whatever it is to get started. I don't have to feel stressed about finding an income because I've got things working in the background to supplement my income and that's growing on itself. So I know I'm talking about a lot and jumping around and these may be terminology and things that you're not necessarily familiar with and that's perfectly fine because learning how to be financially literate and financially fluent is like learning how to speak a language it's like learning how to speak spanish if you're an english speaker it's not something that you're going to understand right away but it's something that you can master with consistency right like if i said could you learn how to speak Spanish in three months? I'm sure you could. And if I said, would you like to double your net worth by learning how to speak Spanish in three to four months? Would you be interested in doing that? It's like, hell yeah, I would be interested in doing that, right? So in substitute Spanish for becoming financially literate, then that is the opportunity I'm speaking that exists right now. And the fastest way currently at this time that I've found is to learn about cryptocurrency and blockchain because it's rapidly evolving and growing and we're not quite to the point of mass adoption yet, but we're getting there. And you have the opportunity to greatly increase your income and your flow just by tuning in and learning. So I spend probably 30 minutes, anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours every day figuring out how the crypto space is involving and where I should be paying attention, where I should be getting involved. So if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out to me and I'll try to share the information that I have and I'll also share the resources that I have. But I'm working on putting something together that I can share with everyone so they can just like get in there and get going because there's 
like a technological barrier or it seems new, but you can overcome that and become comfortable in the space and make the system work for you. So I hope that that is inspiring to y'all to know what is possible and to know that you have the power to create anything you want to. It's not going to happen all at once. It's going to take some consistency. It's going to take going through things that are unfamiliar and maybe difficult, but that you can do it because I got off social media around Christmas time and have spent the last three months just diving deeply into crypto and watching YouTube videos every day and listening to podcasts and putting small amounts into places to start to get familiar with the market. And at this point, after a few months of going in that hard, I feel confident in my ability to make wise investments. And I feel financially secure in a way that I never have in my entire life. And that affects my whole energetic makeup. Like I'm much more at ease in all aspects of my being by virtue of solidifying my finances. And even though I haven't been marketing my personal offerings, I've received new clients and I've received job opportunities because my vibration is attracting them. My vibration which has been elevating over the course of this time and being healed by learning about finances, which was a weak spot before, has naturally impacted everyone I'm connected to. So when people see me posting on Instagram and they see the joy and they see the radiance and they see me talking about my spiritual practices and how I'm expanding, they're naturally magnetized to that. And then I share what I'm doing, whether it's on IG stories or in conversation or on this podcast right now, and people come to me and they say, hey, I'm turned on by what you're saying and the information you're sharing and I'd like to work with you or I'd like to have you come teach Kundalini here or whatever it is, you know? It's just the flow naturally responding to my devotion and dedication to expansion and my ability to run even more source energy through my system and then being in service to others and helping them do the same. And we all have that possibility. We all are at the fundamental level, infinitely talented and infinitely creative. And what determines our particular life experience is how dedicated we are to being a pure channel, a pure conduit of energy. And something that I want to stress to all of you is that you can do or be anything you want to in this world and anything you see outside of you as a reflection of something it is that you want to achieve or experience is validation that you can be that thing and that's kind of a difficult way to shift your perspective and look at things it can be but that's the truth and i'm going to give an example my favorite basketball player of all time is kobe bryant and before that it was michael jordan and I grew up, I was born in 82, so I grew up like watching Michael Jordan being influenced by his huge celebrity and legacy. And he expanded the plane of what it was to be an elite athlete and a next level athlete, I think beyond what anyone had done in any sport at any time. And it was a beautiful thing. And he kind of gained this mythological status and it's, he seemed like superhuman, right? And it seemed like something no one else could ever do. 
But Kobe Bryant came along and said, I can do that. I can be that great. And people hated him for it (laughs) because they were like, who the fuck do you think you are? But the thing is, is that's the way we should all look at the world. It's like, think about your children. Don't you want your children to surpass whatever it is that you're doing in life? Don't you want this next generation that comes behind us to be more evolved than us? You don't want to be worshipped and to held on a pedestal and say, okay, well, that's the best that can be done. And hopefully we can get some percentage of that. No, you want people to see how far you took it and to evolve and to go further. And that's the mindset that Kobe had. He said, whatever Michael Jordan can do, I can do also and do it better. So I would say whatever Kobe can do, I can do that better, right? And obviously not basketball, that's not my path, but just as far as being an involved human being. So the way I think of it is anything Jesus can do, anything Buddha can do, anything Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa can do, I can do also. I can be as selfless as Gandhi. And whether or not I actually materially achieve those things is up to my decision. It's up to your decision. But just by virtue of them embodying it shows you that it is humanly possible. It is humanly possible to try to be as God embodied and God conscious in your everyday life as possible. That's the only reason we're here. We're here to express a unique version of source consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Some people, God is offensive to them, but whatever you want to call that energy, we are here to embody it in our own unique lens. And we have the opportunity to inspire other people to do the same and to show up every day and love ourselves and love our lives. And this time in particular is rich with opportunity to manifest exactly what it is you desire and exactly what it is your purpose is in living. So, you know, I know I'm geeked up on coffee and I may have been all over the place, but hopefully one nugget of what I said reached you and you have a desire to explore that thread more deeply and let it begin the process. If that's what happened from this podcast, I'm very happy. So once again, if you want more information, you want a little bit more guidance, feel free to reach out to me on social media. It's at Dijon Bowden on IG or something like that, or, you know, tweet at me or whatever. And I'll do my best to share uh, what I've learned so far and all the opportunities that exist. But here is to our liberation. Here is to our collective sovereignty. Cheers to building the new earth that's based on equal access and harmony, love, respect, truth, creativity, joy, and fun. Peace, family. Have a beautiful day. I will talk to you soon. Spread love. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Awakening Genius and that you feel closer to embodying your full creative expression. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Connect with us on social media at Awakening Genius. And if you want to go deeper into anything we talked about on this episode, you can go to AwakeningGenius.club. This is Dijon. 
much love. Peace.